0: the tape for this our main event of the evening we introduce the champion chris the west side strangler Brennan. let's get it all hey guys welcome back to the podcast uh we're gonna go over the my predictions from ufc 276 um i guess i was 50 50 but we'll we'll get to o'malley and how you want to judge that one uh, and unfortunately, in a couple other cases, I can't predict fight IQ and game plan. So <laughs> you know, it, it's tough. It's tough. Um, first fight was Jim Miller and Cowboy. Two. So again, I didn't want to see that fight in the first place. Yep. But two good things happened in that fight. Uh, number one, Cowboy retired. <laughs> that made me as sad as I was at the time. I wasn't sad. I was I was uh, super happy that he did. Yeah. Um, choked up, obviously, at the moment that, you know, it sucks, number one, that he did it coming off a loss. Sure. Um, and but, but I think he knew, you know, he, he definitely knew coming in that uh, had he lost, maybe if he won as well, he, he would have been done. I don't know. Um, but...
1: Uh, What do you think's harder? Is it harder to retire off of a win knowing you feeling like you might leave something on the table or retiring on a loss saying, you know what? I think, I think my time's done.
0: I mean, I think it depends on people in your, in your corner, in your, in your group. Yeah. You know, if they're honest with you. And then I also think it depends on your ego, right? Like, can you, can you take beating somebody knowing that they're not a top tier guy? Yeah. And so that doesn't mean that you can start beating top tier guys, take that as what it is and be done, Yeah, you know, or, or do you beat, not not saying Jim Miller's not, but do you beat, um, an up and comer and be like, cool, I can beat him. Now I should fight top 10 guys or top five guys, you know, it doesn't mean that. So, but, but coming off a loss as well is difficult because now you, your last fight was a loss. Yeah. And you wish he could just have one more, you know? Yes. Um yes. but I'm happy that he did retire, man. I'm I'm I was I was not looking forward to his fights anymore like I used to. And he actually looked like he was getting older before he even got in the cage, you know, yeah. when they're putting on Vaseline and stuff it's yeah. like he, he's actually aging, you know yes. what I mean? And uh, I'm glad he's got some acting stuff going, you know. He he just came out he just came out uh, he came out with the movie, but he's now starring in a movie with Gina Carano that The Daily Wire did. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, and it's supposed to be awesome, and I can't wait to watch it. He's actual cowboy in it. Nice. Um, but, but it looks awesome, so I can't wait to watch that. Um, but yeah, Jim Miller's a stud. Cerrone's a stud. Yeah. I had to look back, and it was 2010 was the last time he's been submitted, and he's only submitted one time. Okay. And uh, that was the uh, this was the, the next time in all of his fights that he'd been submitted, and it just was a... Freak thing, and it's it's something that I go over with Luke because Luke's a wrestler. A lot of times, if they end up falling or slipping on something, they come up moving forward, Mm -hmm. and that gives you the neck. It's just right there. It's exactly what he would like someone to do. So that's where being in your guard, even though you don't want to be, is a safer bet. You know, sitting there real quick and deciding to get up or or whatever, but coming up head first. You always uh, run the danger of, of a guillotine a Darson an anaconda front headlock, any of that stuff.
1: And you stop that by keeping the head closer to the body and not allowing it to get on the side, is that right? Is that how you prevent getting in that position or is it more complicated than that?
0: Yeah, I mean you wanna you wanna it was a weird he slipped, right? He threw a kick and fell from the kick yep. and came up forward yep. instead of being back here where your neck's out of the way. Yep. Um, and in a fight, you know, you're you're being aggressive, so that's your natural way to go. But it's just um, it, it's you could try to come up to like dogfight and keep your head off to one side or blast double with your head in the center. but a, a good another good jiu Jitsu guy like Jim Miller, you can't play with that. Yeah, yeah.
1: So I was looking back, just kind of wrapping up Cowboys career. Uh, 36 wins, 36, 17 and two. Um, so 19, so 50, 55 total fights it looks like. Um, that's a long career. He did lose his last one, two, three, four, five. So his last seven fights, he had six losses and a no contest going God, back to. Bummer. And and I, Anthony Pettis, Connor Gaethje, Ferguson, you but, know, Jim Miller, uh,
0: good people. But what's that tell you, though, about when he should have been done? Yeah, you know what I mean, probably about seven fights ago. Right, right. And And, you know, I say that as a fan that he should have been. But at the same time, if he was still having fun during any of those, you know, and still enjoying the actual fight, yeah, then maybe. But Cerrone's a guy, and there's a video on YouTube of him talking about it. Cerrone's a guy who does not enjoy it. You know, he he stresses before the fight. He's uh, there, There's a really cool video of him talking about the lead up to the fight and then how his stomach feels and how the anxiety and all that yeah. stuff. So unless you're loving the fight – or chasing the dollar you yeah. know what 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 was keeping him doing it
1: when and you think two years ago when he fought connor that was a main event that was january of 2018 so two and a half years ago he was now i, I know it's connor so it's it's apples and oranges but he was a main event yep. and from two and a half years later he's you know deep in the undercard right um right so i think that that kind of talked a little bit and i'm sure dana would have given him all the respect in the world but i think at some point you know, it's seven losses, he may be at a point
0: where maybe his contract... For sure. You know. For sure. I mean, I don't know that they would cut him. There, there are certain guys, and, and he's one of them, that they would most likely never cut. Yeah. But he might have a sit-down with him and be like, hey, hey, you know... Things aren't looking good. Right. And it's where people start to tarnish their their legacy. You yeah. know, guys like him, had he stopped six fights ago, you know... He would have I don't know what his record would have well, been. He would have been thir-
1: 36 11 and one. Right. Eleven
0: he losses instead of what? Seventeen. Seventeen, yeah. yeah. Huge difference. Huge difference. And, and so uh like I've mentioned other guys who did the same thing, Chuck Liddell and whatnot. And and you know the the true fans understand that and they and they still know that those guys are they're legends and savages, but the the tough uf ultimate fighter fans that yeah. joined in the you know started watching recently only see that yeah. you know so it's it's difficult but i i'm glad he retired i'm glad jim miller pulled it off um who did i call you called miller i did call jim miller yeah and and so Wait,
1: you were like ah that was yeah I, you were- I
0: for sure wouldn't have called it by submission you know i don't think that uh i, I would not have seen that happening sure um he actually ended up in Cerrone's guard for a second and kinda got in danger of an arm bar. Then he got switched over and then Jim almost armbarred him and I'm just like, Jeez, and then they got back to the feet. It's like, Whoo you know?
1: Yeah. Jim, if I remember right, Jim had or no, was it Connor that had him in an arm bar and Jim was picking him up and trying to slam him to get out of that? Cerrone? Is that yeah. Uh
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Cerrone had the armbar and was down low, and Jim was picking him up, trying to yeah. slam him to get out of it, right? And that was, that was in the first, wasn't it?
0: Yeah. They, they, he then swept him, end up on top. The exact same position happened, yeah. and Jim Miller was then armbarring Cerrone. Got it. And Cerrone ended up getting out of that as well and, and back into guard. And I was like, man, this is going to be an interesting fight on the ground.
1: You know, you mentioned about how, how Cowboy – you know, he didn't like it anymore one of the things the first time i ever really even knew about cowboy was the connor fight and i remember distinctly getting afterwards 40 second loss it was super quick and he's like i love what i do i love what i'm fighting i'm still going to keep going you know like yeah. this is i love this and two and a half years is a long time but during that time like that grind and then it was interesting to juxtapose that with yesterday or saturday night when he comes out and says
0: I don't love it anymore. This was yeah. a hard camp. It was a grind. I don't love it anymore. I'm done. Was well, camp was extra long, right? Because he was supposed to fight Joe Lozon, then it fell through. Then he rescheduled it, so he stayed in camp to fight Joe Lozon again. Yep. Then it fell through again, and then he res- he got a scheduling to so, fight Jim Miller. Two and a half camps. Yeah. So I don't know how long his camps are, but even if they're only eight weeks, was that sixteen? At least nineteen weeks yeah. uh, of camp. it's um, a long time. it's a long time. That's a grind.
1: That's a grind. Well, good for him. It's cool to see Cowboy go out. Obviously, storied career. He talked about hoping to be in the Hall of Fame. I don't know that there's any question about oh, that, no you? no doubt. No doubt. I, no, that, no. I mean, that He was
0: tied with Jim Miller as the most wins in UFC history going into that fight at 23. Um, here's something that's that's crazy. Both of them and uh, Andre Arlovsky were tied at 23. Going into that fight, I think 22 or 23. Okay. I, I've
1: um, They've got just here's 36 professional, okay. but I know a lot so of those aren't in the UFC. All
0: three of them are tied for the most wins in UFC history. It was either 22 or 23. I think it was 23 and about to be 24. Okay. And Cerrone or Jim Miller, both tied for the most wins in UFC history. Neither one of them ever had the belt. That's crazy. Isn't that wild? So that shows you the grind it takes to get to that top to, spot like yeah. you're fighting all these fights and all these fights yeah and i don't think jim miller's even had a title shot uh Cerrone has fought for the belt but uh i don't i don't know that jim miller's ever fought for the belt and and what a grind that is yeah to never get that but you hold the record for the most wins in that organization and right. still don't have it you know Orlovsky has he he won it you know i don't know 15 years ago um but yeah, it's just such a grind.
1: Uh, we'll get there. I don't, but teasing the two title fights, that really puts those fights into perspective and to see what both Volk and Izzy have done. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's, that's really good perspective. Next fight, um, Pedro and Sean. Um, this one didn't make it. Stoppage in the second round, three minutes and nine seconds in, due to an eye poke.
0: Yeah. So, um, I like him. You know, I, I, I'm Sean. Sean O'Malley has got really, really good technical striking. He's long. He's rangey. He's so long. When so I long.
1: Looked at when I saw the fight. He just he looked like he was a head taller than yeah. Munoz. Yeah.
0: And and watching the comments section or talking to people on a couple posts that I made. People don't like him, you know, and it's almost like Connor. People don't like him, but he's winning. Yeah. And so they're like they, – they think that Pedro Munoz was winning both rounds because of the leg kicks. I disagree. You know, um, I don't know if the judges had him winning the first round because of the leg kicks, but O'Malley was the only – I don't think he landed one punch on O'Malley. And O'Malley was landing punches. He was landing, you know, in and out, rangy punches, teep kicks, um he was checking ha- at least half of or more of Pedro Munoz's leg kicks on him so I, I just think people hate on him so it's going to take him a long ways to, to get some fans that you know that aren't his fans at the moment but at least at least acknowledge the fact that he's good right people hated Connor, but Conor was running through guys he was yes. running through the best guys yes. you know and, and you can hate on him all he wants but or all you want but if he keeps beating your favorite fighter, yeah. you know, that's why you hate him, but at least acknowledge the fact that he just beat your favorite fighter sure. handily. Sure. You know? And and I I had O'Malley winning. I think that fight, uh I, I, I think he was gonna continue to to win the fight. It sucked that he got eye gouged. It it looked to me like his hand dragged his eye and it wasn't bad. Um I agree. Yeah, it didn't look so rumor has it that he does have a scratched, uh, cornea. Okay. And, and that was the, that's why he couldn't open his eye. Apparently he couldn't open his eye for a couple hours afterwards. Really? I was, I was upset. It was a, a, um, sterling moment for me. Yes. Because the second, first of all, three words will get your fight stopped 100% of the time. I can't see. Okay. And that was the very first thing he said when the doctor walked in. I can't see. I can't see. And he was like leaning in and saying it. He literally didn't want to continue. He didn't want to give it five minutes. He didn't want to give it much time to see if it got better. He knew right then he didn't want to continue. And I feel like he was frustrated I feel like he, he seemed frustrated in the fight. I feel like he didn't see the tides changing much. Literally, the only thing he could throw in the entire fight was leg kicks. Yep. And uh, that's not, I don't believe that's going to win you a fight. Um, leg kicks are definitely scored and scored well. Yeah. But you got to put them together with some things, you know. Yes. Takedowns, takedown attempts, hands, punches, you know, whatever. But but I, I just feel like uh, O'Malley is going to win that fight. And I think that whether he had the credit going in people know now whether they want to admit or not no one's going to take him lightly yeah uh he's on the level he he can compete and he's going to
1: from a statistical standpoint uh the strike count was almost exact 26 for pedro 25 for o'malley Um, but if you look at where it was 14 strikes to the head for O'Malley, eight to the body and three leg kicks, um, and then to your point, for Pedro, all twenty-six strikes were leg. Kicks. So he didn't land a punch. He didn't yeah, land a punch. I, I
0: didn't think he did, and and so yeah, I mean that that's O'Malley is mixing it up, setting things up, you know, keeping his range, and and Pedro again couldn't throw anything, couldn't reach anything. Yeah. The only thing he could reach him with was was his legs and that's why he was, you know, setting him up. But he's knocking. he wasn't gonna finish him. He was he was actually doing a very good job at checking the kicks. O'Malley was you know, he okay. checked numerous uh had his shin, you know, once he landed, I said Pedro hurt his leg. Uh not hurt like where it's gonna affect the fight, but to where he didn't throw another kick for a good minute minute and a half of the fight because
1: the check hurt pedro yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: you kick you kick the, the knee with yeah, your shin that, that hurts. hurts yeah sure. it hurts and, and that's what happened um, so i'd like to see who he fights next i'd like to see you know whether they rematch when he's better or he gets to move on and fight somebody else but i i think uh whether people like his tactics or not you know or his basketball thing at yeah. the end. Yeah. He's good, man. He's he's very good.
1: So Sugar came in ranked 13th, Pedro came in ranked 9th in their respective divisions. This is obviously a no contest. Yeah, I
0: don't know if they'll move him or not. Um I'd like to see him move him, but I I'd, I'd also like to see the judges cards. I'd like to see the score cards. Yeah,
1: I looked for it. I couldn't yeah. I I didn't see it. I'm sure it's out there, but I actually just looked and I couldn't find a score.
0: Yeah, I'd like to see the first round and then I would definitely like to see where they had it you know as f- w- how far in the center it round was round? only
1: 3 309 so there was in. still a lot around uh i believe 309 in Okay. yes
0: yeah so I- i'd like to see
1: all right so the next fight if i can change
0: so whether you want to give me that one or not i had him winning and uh there's a no no decision right that's what they called it a no decision could
1: yeah no, no contest could not continue okay. is, is what it's, what it's a straight here. It's listed, yeah, no cool. contest. Robbie Lawler and Brian Barberina.
0: Another guy, like I said, I think I said it on the, on the leading up podcast. I wish Robbie would wrap it up as well. Uh, how was he? 40.
1: Yeah, he's 40, and we talked about this. This guy, yeah. this guy is—I mean, he's been fighting for 21 years professionally, so,
0: and especially the way he fights, right? Like he—he he takes a lot of damage, um, even while winning. You know, he stands in the pocket now so much more. Like, like he did that with with Nick Diaz, but Nick Diaz doesn't have power. You know, he's got volume, tons of volume, tons of volume that yeah. wears on you and ends up knocking you out or or TKOing you. Brian Barberina's got knockout power. Yep. And he did the exact same game plan. He stood right in the pocket, throwing, eating, but throwing. And he was landing really good. You know, he was landing great punches. He's super technical boxer. Um, he was getting hit, not super hard, but he was getting hit. And I was like, man, you know, don't stand right there. Don't stand right in the pocket. You know, mix it up a little bit and... And he just, uh, he rocked Barbarina. He he hurt him, had him bloody. Yep. Um, I watched the punch that changed Barbarina's face, and I don't mean the change of the structure of his face, but the look on his face. Yeah. Where he's like, mm, that, that hurt, sucked. and now I'm in it. And, yeah. and, you know, and hurt a little bit. And then, uh, but he's a dog, man. He stayed in there and just kept with the exact same game plan. And then one one right hand really rocked him, rocked Lawler yeah and then he just jumped on it I
1: saw a couple elbows that yeah yeah yeah. that Barbarino landed that looked like were vicious that
0: he jumped in with one big right elbow yeah and uh that you're right that's that is actually what rocked him first
1: and and it feels like those started to take its toll like like the the culmination or the accumulation of all those elbows yeah um and and there weren't a lot but they just seemed like they were connected to the full forearm super hard
0: Super hard, just
1: vicious. I was just
0: talking to the guys, you know, uh, in in our fight team training this morning, and the the forearm rocks you. Mm-hmm. The tip of the elbow is going to cut you. Yes, that slices. But he was getting hit with the thud yes. of yeah. the elbow, was rocking him. You know,
1: and, and it was a full rotation from the hip yeah. that was coming. in oh, oh, he on was it. jumping so it was, in with. Yeah, it, it was, he was jumping in with it. They were deep,
0: so I'm sure he would have he would have uh, rather been cut with it than yeah, rocked oh, for with sure. it, right? But yeah. He was getting hit with the the big part of the elbow, and and that changed the you know it changed fight.
1: So that did win fight of the night.
0: Oh, okay. Which is, well, I think, got to make a little money.
1: Made yeah, made a little side side money on there. Um, they and the odds on this one were n- minus one ten for each. This was a, a, a pick pickem fight, and you know I I know that was another one where you are just like uh, ah yeah. know. um similar similar guys yeah
0: similar styles
1: yeah. The next fight was short, 2 minutes, 36 seconds into the first round. Uh, Sean Strickland was KO'd by Alex Pereira. And when I first watched it, it I, I think I, I missed. I, I didn't get a good look at it, but I'm like, man, that seemed like they stopped it awful fast. But then I went back and looked again. <laughs> I'm good. like, no, he
0: was, he was. Yeah, he got up complaining, but he was literally falling down yeah, while he was he couldn't, complaining. He
1: couldn't stand up.
0: So I want to go back real quick to the podcast the other day when I mistaked this guy for somebody else. Yes. And uh, this is the guy who knocked out Israel Adesanya twice in kickboxing. They carried him out in a stretcher the second time. Or knocked him out once, beat him twice. And uh, his striking is is next level. He is uh, the glory kickboxing champion in two different weight classes. One of the weight classes, I want to say five times. Um, And so o'malley this is where I, I can't i can't predict someone's fight iq or 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 game plan and why you would go out there and stand with him at all let alone for half the round yeah you know sean was landing stuff but he was landing stuff in order for alex Paeta to feel it out and, you, you're and talking about strickland right yes okay what I say? You said Sean. Sean Strickland, isn't that his name? Oh, oh, yeah, it is. It is. You're right.
1: You're right. It is. I, in my head, I was thinking O'Malley. <laughs> no. Okay. Yes.
0: Uh, so he was landing, and uh, but he wasn't. He wasn't landing great, but he was landing, and that was making him feel like he could strike. And is a, a, a high-level striker, so I'm sure in his game plan, let him feel like you're going to strike. Let him feel like he can strike. You know, he's doing well. Bang. Yep. And the lights are out. You know, he, he dropped him. He started to get up and hit him again It and was put him down.
1: big, big left hook, and then he caught up, and then he just kind of jumped in with the right jab. Yeah. And, and then as he was falling, I think he caught him on the top of the head, but I think at that point it was it was already done.
0: So four-ounce gloves are, you know, so much more can happen in four-ounce gloves than in than a regular 8, 10, or 16, 12, whatever. Um, when people cover in MMA. Yep. That four ounce glove coming right through there. You can punch me square in the Absolutely. face. Absolutely. Yeah. You if you keep... want to come around, you square in the temple. Yep. Right? Like if I just cover, those punches are coming through. So you put a guy who's knocking people out in 10 ounce gloves, in four ounce gloves, you know, sure. and, and the level of striking in, I, I've said this before, a professional boxer and a high level MMA guy. Not even on the same, not even on the same level of of striking. The boxer, as far as hands go, are a completely different level. Yep. Same goes with a, a high level Glory kickboxing guy. Can another guy knock that guy out with four ounce gloves? Absolutely. But the chances are much less likely. You know what I mean? Like the 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 high level striker, the the guy who's a Glory champion or a world champion in boxing, is just. You know, that's all they've been training for all these years, right? He's now spent two years, this guy, less than two years in MMA. So the chances of Sean Strickland taking him down, submit him, way higher. Sure. Way higher. Yeah. So why not go get your money? Yeah. Instead of testing your ego and going out there and getting knocked out or, or potentially getting knocked out, why not go get your money?
1: And I, I know th- – I know the fans wouldn't like it, and it would be a boring fight, but ground control. Take him down. Beat him up him. on the ground. You want to hey, hit sure, him? Take sure, him down, on top, and absolutely. beat him
0: up. And, and the problem is that guy wasn't even ranked, right? And and, and he was number four.
1: Yeah, I was actually just pulling up the, the rankings here. Um, what weight class was that?
0: Light heavy. Right no, 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 no. Uh, middle. 185 there it is okay so
1: sean strickland was ranked number four that's right and yeah i'm looking down here not ranked that's so he took
0: a fight against a really tough guy unranked when you're one or two fights away from the belt yep and goes out there with a game plan and strikes with a guy and gets knocked out you know um so yeah i i as a coach i can't i can't understand that that Fight IQ, you know, but it is what it is. So it's hard for me to predict when I'm going to predict a fight. Could he have beat that guy? Yes, but you go out there like that, you Al- get what you get.
1: alice got performance of the night on this one. Good, um, probably yeah. So he <laughs> Good. earned himself a bonus. There's 75k
0: is out the bonuses. I think 50, 50. But someone was asking for a hundred. I forget who who won that night, and they were like, "Let's make it $100, $100, a hundred a hundred thousand tonight," because <laughs> someone once said, um, "Let's make it whatever," and Dana ended up paying everyone that night the oh, money okay. that, that person okay. said. So, so everyone's like, oh, hey, "I can throw that gym. out there, yeah, let's,
1: <laughs> yeah, it's worth a try." We teased these fights a little bit earlier, so we'll talk about Volkanovski and Max Holloway. Um, Man, Volkanovski, you start looking at his record, you start looking at his body of work, and he is featherweight, which is 45. Yep. Um, he's already dispatched Match Holloway three times now. This one was, I think it was 50-45 across the board. That was decisive. Handily. Um, and I, actually, I can pull that up and look. But I'm, I'm per- a
0: big Max fan, but I, yeah. I know I'm also... I'm also pretty bright in the game, and I, you know, I knew that Volkanovski is a savage. Yeah. I mean his his fight and fight IQ, and he's five foot six. The distance he can close and get out so quickly is amazing. And he was landing. God, he's he's good. He's got to be. He's got to be on the pound for pound one to two list. And he's just he's number two to who? Usman. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I, I. That could change. Yeah, that could change after this as well, week. but um, Volkanovski, man, he is just uh, on a different level, and and this time he proved he was on a different level than Max. So you
1: know, we actually last or Saturday night we saw three of the top six pound for pounds go at it. Holloway's number six, Adesanya's number three. Volkanovsky's number two. So we saw three of the top six yeah. fight, which is I, when you look at this division now, I mean, what's what's left for Volkanovsky to do?
0: I mean, he's already talked about moving up. Yeah. Um to fifty five. He's so short, you know. Five six is is pretty short yeah. for for uh forty five, but moving up to fifty five is he's even shorter. Um I'm five eight. Yep. I, I fought at 55 a handful of times just because my striking started to get good. Okay. And at 170, I was super short. You know, I yep. fought three guys that were 6'3 at 170. Jeez. And, and uh, I obviously can't work on my striking on a, or the guy that's 6'3 and is yeah. a striker. Yeah. So uh, I went to 55. And, and even then, I was more equal to everybody's height than, uh, than being tall. So now you have a guy who's 5'6" too much of short of that moving in if he moves into 55 um he's just gonna be real short that's where that is where his speed and range distance you know will, will come into play but um who's the 55 charles oh yeah that's all.
1: 55 fun. is a stacked division you yeah, got portia gaethje you got makachev coming up chandler dare you that's the
0: hardest division at the moment
1: uh, yeah absolutely i
0: think the other division champions one twos are are super high level, but fifty five runs deep, man. He runs very deep. And so, what
1: about what about going the other direction? Could he get to thirty five? Do you think he could get that? He used to be two
0: twenty. He used to be a yeah. He was a rugby player, two hundred twenty pounds. Okay,
1: I. Okay. Yeah. I mean, then because because when you when you go to that to bantam, then you're looking at Sterling, uh, Piotr Jan, T.J. Dillashaw, Jose Aldo. Um, you start so looking Sterling at
0: Sterling Just said that he could come up and beat him. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't see it either, but, um, I'd like to see him try because I think Brian Ortega beat Sterling and Brian Ortega got beat senseless by Volkanovsky. I
1: Volkanovsky, his record coming into this now after this, I I think he's
0: 22 or 23 straight.
1: Uh, yeah, let me, let me pull it up. It's, it's ridiculous what, what his record is now. And, um, I just, I don't. I don't see anybody challenging him right now. Um, and he's willing to fight. So right now his overall professional MMA record is twenty five and one. And when was his loss? His first loss was in twenty his, his only loss fight? twenty it was his fourth fight. Fourth fight? Yeah. So we're talking twenty one straight twenty one straight wins professionally. It's wild. Just and wild. Just nutty. Just yeah. And and again, I just it seems like the only thing he has left to do is move. to is to move yeah. because I, I, who's going to come uh, who, up to challenge him?
0: Who's behind him and Max Cater? And um, those guys. So
1: Ortega's number two behind him. Yar Rodriguez is number three. Josh Emmett, and then now you're at Cater at number five. So Arnold like, Allen is six, and then the Zombies seven.
0: Emmett and Allen would be good fights. Um who did emmett just beat somebody um emmett's tough man he's thick real muscular uh for a 45-er real muscular for a 45-er
1: do you want me to look i can see i can look sure and see and see who i goes. just
0: he, he'd be a decent fight arnold allen's a stud he he's another really good fighter um but i just don't see these guys on his level yeah 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 Here, bryce bryce posted literally right after the fight he posted after his last fight too challenging him saying he'd come up and beat him and then uh and then he said i got max too you know and and honestly man he would be a a difficult fight because he is so awkward he he takes down guys that you wouldn't think he'd be able to take down he does it with ease um he made edson look pretty bad yeah you know um I'd be interested to see that fight, too, but that's a big jump. He's at nine, so I don't know that they bump him from nine to a a title fight. A title shot. Maybe maybe he he could jump up and get max, you know. I don't know, but um, we'll see.
1: So you were talking about Josh Emmett. He actually just beat Calvin Cater. Yeah, yeah, Cater's who Um, he And he beat Ige before that, Dan Ige.
0: Yeah. Josh Um, Emmett's tough. He's uh,
1: got Michael Johnson. Beat him?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. See where he goes from there.
1: So that brings us to the, the title, the the main events. Um, Adesanya and Jared Cannonier, um yeah. went five rounds. This was a unanimous decision. Um, I think one judge scored at 49-46. The other two scored at 50-45.
0: Yeah, I thought for sure Cannonier won one round. There was a, There was even a second one that was close. Um, but I know that they only gave him one. Two, two of the judges gave I, him one of them.
1: I, I, I said it wrong. It was 49-46, 49-46, so two of them gave him that, and then one yeah. says was 50-45.
0: Um, so Adesanya, a, as great as he is, he's fallen into that curse that happens when you get to the top. It happened to GSP. It's happened to... It's happened to him, uh, Adesanya, a while ago where he's fighting not to lose. Yeah. He doesn't finish very many people. Let me look it up. You know, I I looked it up the other day. I think he's got two finishes in his last, like, six or seven fights. Um, And I know he's fighting the best guys, but this is a guy, you know, who everyone says is is, uh, the greatest – striker the greatest you know whatever he's good he's, he's very good he doesn't have that not he's not if he has the knockout power he's not using it he's not stepping in using it now as much as he's point fighting and, and winning you know he's fighting to to win the fight but not to not to finish the fight
1: four out of his last five fights uh were i'm sorry five out of his last six fights uh went the distance. Right. And then you can keep going six out of his last eight. I mean, he like in his he's last 10 two. fights in his last like 10 fights, he's only finished two. Yeah. Um and of course he's, the only loss came to bohovic Blahovic. Right. Um in there so um he's But again, then then the same question comes when you start looking at at his division. What does he do? Robert whitaker he already took care of Canneier. Um, Marvin Vittori Sean Strickland he just got bumped down then you got Derek Brunson he just beat Paulo Costa I mean who who in this he's division he's
0: beat Paulo Costa I don't know that he's beat Brunson and I don't know did he beat um, who, who was the go through that list one more time that was some of the third one you mentioned I think uh, Vittori yeah did they fight let me look and see I think I think they did they did. Yeah. Vittori, he, so he's
1: beaten Cannoneer, he's beaten Whitaker, he's beaten Vittori, and he's beaten Costa. And Romero, he's beaten Whitaker twice. Gastellum, Brunson. Yeah. And he's actually beaten Vittori. Yeah. Early, 2018. This was a, a long time ago. This was an early.
0: So I don't know. You know, you beat guys by decision. I don't know that that's a clear sign to move up in the weight class and go fight the next guys. You know, a couple decisions, one thing, but like literally all of his fights are by decision. Yeah. Um, I don't know that. It, I, I think it's because he's he's fighting again to not lose, yeah. to keep his belt, to keep that money. You know, but he's not. It doesn't take risks. You know, he's not you're not taking risks in there to to finish the fight. And when you're when you're not, you don't have grappling. You don't have wrestling and, and jiu-jitsu. You have one. You know, you have one thing that can you can win by strikes. You know, you can win by knockout, and and that's the problem with having these guys that are that are primarily just strikers. You know, what I mean, like that that's literally if you if you don't if you don't knock them out, you're gonna go by you're gonna go the distance, right? And there's no mixing it up. I'm yeah. um, having a hard time knocking them out. Let's take them down and submit him. Let's take them down, and beat them up. You know, it never happens. So it's just it, it, is is Izzy's
1: takedown defense good enough that people just don't want like I, I don't understand why people aren't trying to get on the ground is that- same
0: same with O'Malley right he's got he's got really long range okay which already makes it hard to get inside yep and their takedown defense is pretty decent as well okay but you you add both of those things together and it's hard to even get to their hips because they're so long you know and and then their defense is good once they're there or they've made you pay on the way in with something so it's tough but uh you know, I, I I would like to see him. I would like to see him trying to finish guys a little bit more, um, being on that pound for pound list. Um, yeah, he, it's happened to a handful of guys. You know, even John Jones. You know, went the distance with a lot of guys, and I understand you're fighting the guys at the top, and and the best guys are hard to finish. That's why they're the best guys. But you, I don't know how on a different level. You are than them. If you can't,
1: you know, really, really hurt them, you can't yeah.
0: really, you know, hurt them.
1: Speaking of John Jones, did you see that announcement that came out this week? uh, uh Dana indicated that uh, him and Stipe looks like that's that could happen potentially in 2022.
0: This year. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, I, I did hear him say something about John Jones is ready. Yeah. Um, I mean, and it took him a long time to get ready. Took him a long so, time to get ready. So we'll see how it goes. You know, uh, I've never been a fan of his, but I'm I'm excited to watch him fight just because I want to see. First of all, I'd like to see him lose. You know, I'll be honest. I I, I do watch John Jones, but I watch him to lose, okay. and and I'm sure that's all he cares about because that's one more view. Yeah. Um, but I'll, I'm honest about I he's a I think he's a terrible person, <laughs> great I, fighter, and and I would just I would like to see him fight those big guys.
1: I feel like John, John Jones is um I watched an interview on Joe with him and I was like, Oh, I kinda like this guy But I feel like
0: he, once I go back and watch it again, I feel like he's a he's a snake oil salesman. Oh yeah. You know he's a liar. Yeah, and I mean all that anyone's ever wanted him to do is be the heel, be the bad guy. Like go ahead and yeah, be honest. embrace it. Yes, embrace it, be be who you are. Yeah. And and be that guy and, and he never did until, you know, recently you know, I think you kind of realize that he doesn't have any fans of that that are his fans because he's a good dude. Yeah. Right? So stop stop being that guy. Yeah. Whatever. Anything else? No. Okay. Um, there's there's another event coming up, I think, next weekend. Um, we'll we'll get back to it. Sounds good. Thank you guys. Thanks. It is all over. Just like that.